People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of The Arsenio Buck Show. It is Saturday, and I am so grateful to be giving you guys this episode. Get it back into the Lose Hose book. The Know-It-All Mask. The Know-It-All Mask. It is the introduction. The Know-It-All Mask. Listen, we all know somebody who, uh, you know, just so happens to, to always seem to know everything. You know? Lewis Hose said in, in his book, before I get this started, I love getting this started with a quote. He said, have you ever noticed how people tend to feel the dead time in a conversation or a meeting by rambling on about some random topic? Have you ever watched somebody you work with try to impress the people around them by going on a long rant about something you can't even pronounce? <laughs> Dude, as I was reading that, I just thought about so many Americans, man. We uh, no, Okay, let, let, let's just keep on going. This is so funny. Have you ever seen someone in an important setting suck the air out of the room by making it all about them? They always have a response. They can't let anything go. And they have to show you how smart they are. This is the know-it-all mask. And as I was reading that last, what was it, the second sentence, have you ever watched somebody you work with try to impress people around them with a long rant on something you can't even pronounce? Guys, I used to work in America, right? I used to be a dental assistant. I used to go to hangouts. I used to I, I used to be around a lot of different people, even in college, everything, everywhere, you name it. And there was always that guy. You know, there's always that guy, or maybe there's always that girl, but there's all it's mainly a guy who tries to impress the girl by saying and talking about a lot of different things. The random b- rambling about some random topic, as of course Lewis Hose has said. And you know, he uses big words to try to impress the girl, and then he just, I mean, he's kind of like that guy at the party where you're playing, like, beer pong, and he just keeps talking. He goes up to everyone, just keeps talking and talking and talking and try to get everyone to feed off his charisma of bullshit, and he tries to impress the women, and ultimately, it always ends up in a train wreck. Of course, they're not going to go home with some guy that just keeps running his mouth, but we all know that guy. Maybe we've all been there. You know, um, there's what there was one guy I used to work with. Uh, I I remember I made I don't know if I made a podcast, but I've talked about uh, apples and cancer and a lot. <laughs> it's terrible, but there are cancerous people who we work with, right? And I mean, there's nothing we could do about it. I mean, there's going to be that one bad apple. Now that one bad apple could ultimately spoil the bunch. There's been times I walked into work and. I mean, in everywhere, in every country, doesn't matter where, uh, Australia here, uh, America, and the atmosphere is just off because that one particular individual just complains about every single thing, right? Or maybe it's that specific individual who sits in a room and just talks about, oh my God, he just seems to know everything. There was a guy, a kid by the name of King. This is a beast. He went to one of, he goes to one of the best universities out there. Uh the extremely brilliant individual. Love him. And I don't see him too often. I'm probably not going to see him anymore cuz I don't go to that area anymore. But uh I remember one time I was like, "So how is he as a teacher?" He's like, "Oh, he knows everything." And I was like, "Yeah, he knows a lot of bullshit. That's what he knows." <laughs> Just sucking the air. Like, have you ever have you ever went up to someone and said, "Stop sucking all the air in here?" There's no oxygen in this room because of you. Shut it up. Hush the kisser. Have you guys ever done that? Oh, my God. The people who would just go on the rah, rah, rah about anything and everything. Now, 
it's kind of like uh <clears throat> not to mention you know i i don't want to mention his name in a derogatory way but gary v um now does he go on rah 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 about a bunch of bs no he talks about facts but it just seems like he always has something to say and whenever he has something to say he hurries uh, he's he hurries to say it without letting the other person speak so a lot of people have gotten angry uh, over the past, uh, I guess, two years, three years, four years, listening to him, listening to interviews and stuff like that, especially the one with Tony Robbins, because that was like a, that was a might of power. That was like the test of willpower, like who's going to speak over the other person. And this girl went into the comment section and talked about, hey, uh, you know, them them putting their hands on one each other's hands over and over and over. It's like showing each other, you know, who has the more power. So again, Gary V. A lot of people would call him a know-it-all because he just talks over everyone. Another one was Ray Dalio, and Ray Dalio is one of the you know I guess richest man of the on the uh, on the planet, uh, one of the best hedge funders, whatever you want to call him. And a lot of people were saying, as Gary Vee was doing the podcast, he's like 14 minutes in, he's like, okay, my audience is very happy because I'm letting you speak. And of course, you know, Gary Vee wants to talk about a lot of different things at that specific moment. See, listen, guys, I've done about what, eight podcast interviews already? I'm supposed to be doing, well, I'm supposed to do the ninth one. Oh, as a matter of fact, uh, today, oh my God, as a matter of fact, guys, oh my God, I'm just way off because I'm doing these uh, podcasts pre recorded. But yeah, as a, uh, I'm going to be doing a podcast uh, with uh, Luke Burrows from, hey, London, England. And this is, I'm so excited because I'm finally getting my first international outside of America podcast going. Young guy, young cat, talks a lot about a lot of different things. I'm so excited to have him on. But uh, I've done about eight podcast interviews. Ninth one coming today, the tenth one coming next week. And the sole purpose of the interview is always to allow them to talk. That's why Larry King is the greatest at what he does. He just asks the question. Now, of course, he asked like the, the 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 21 questions or the 99 questions, but they're excellent follow-ups, and he gets the best out of his interviewees. So if you guys actually uh, watch Larry King, Gary V, I highly suggest you watch that because Gary V is actually on the hot seat, and he's the one that's just talking and talking and talking, and... Larry King just sits back and, you know, does the thing. So when I go, you know, to my podcast interviews, I always allow that person to speak. You know, sometimes I laugh and sometimes I'm like, yep, uh, you know, I, I make some interjections and stuff like that. But at the end, I don't just do the 21 questions. I don't say, okay, so what do you want to do? That's ridiculous. No, I relate. I throw some knowledge out there and then I follow up with the question that they just talked about because I'm an excellent listener. This is probably why my podcasts are extremely unique in a way. Because if you look at the Lewis Hose, uh, he always asks the same basic questions and whatnot. Uh, Tom Bilyeu is a phenomenal uh, interviewer. Uh, boy, Vishen Lakiani, I could learn a lot from him. Jim Quick is another one. That's an excellent interviewer. God, man. So these are the people that I actually look up to. But man, it's all about just sitting back and just letting the other person speak. So one of the funniest instances I've had, um, it had to be October of 2014, one of the ugliest months of my life, as a matter of fact, but this girl by the name of Nicole, Nicole Sullivan, I still remember her name, from uh, from from Liverpool, uh, <laughs> I was kidding, that was a terrible accent, um, she's from Liverpool, and we uh, went to a language center, I remember walking in there, the women weren't looking at me too kindly, of course I was still, 
I cultivated that mindset to whereas, you know, all Thai people hated black, all that bullshit. I've, I've already explained it. But we walk into this room. Here's this Thai guy who thinks I'm incompetent. Here goes a couple other uh, Anglo, uh, what is it? I would say backpacking teachers who were just completely off their head. But they did have somewhat some good knowledge and whatnot. And so they went around the room. He went around the room talking about, okay, what's our activities for this English camp that's going to take place in Nakon Rachasima, which is northeast, probably about two and a half hours away. And so it came around to me and I asked him and I, you know, put in my input and she hurry up and cut me off. She's like, oh, no, it like she got so antsy. I couldn't speak because she knew everything. She jumped on everything I said. It was so frustrating to see that because I'm like, listen, he wants to know if I'm competent enough. He wants to know if I'm the man. And of course, he's going to put it against me and say, oh, well, you know what? You're African-American. Are you sure you're American? I remember after the English camp, he asked for my passport. I was like, wow. I sent her the passport. He sent me a message like six months later talking because I'm guessing some of his uh, backpack and teachers left. And he's like, oh, I need you. I blocked him. (laughs) Guys, that's not the point. Guys, the point is. That there are people that have that really strong personality, that person that just knows everything over you. And just two weeks before that, I met a girl from Australia with Nicole, with a couple other people at one of the worst English camps of all time. And this, I everything I would say, she's like, well, uh, that's not necessarily true. Uh, and that night, we actually went, uh, we drank a little bit and we... Boy, we attacked her because everything she had to say, we just jumped all over her. It's just really bad. It's just a test of power. So I'm not that person who wants to be that, you know, be that. Let's just say that person that says, hey, I want to speak over you. I know everything and I know this. I know that. I don't know everything. I'm a continuous learner until the day I decease and fall off the face of this planet and leave the body and domain. You know what I mean? But you got to let people speak. And the thing is, never correct someone. That's the quickest way to make enemies. Dale Carnegie, man, this is the principle. You guys got to revert back to this stuff. I got to revert back to it because if you say, well, I don't think that's true. No, 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 no. It's kind of like another quick way to make enemies is basically if you're you have employees and whatnot, you call someone and be like, hey, you know what? You're doing a great job. And if if you continue to you're going to become even better rather than saying, but you don't do this, you don't do that and you don't do this. That's the quickest way to make enemies. This is probably why the head teacher at the job that I've quit already is probably wondering why I hate his guts. It's because you are not a leader. You're not a leader whatsoever. You're a reactive human being. And reactive human being basically is 98% of this planet, probably 99% of this, this planet. I want nothing to do with you or any of these other teachers around here because you guys all use reactive language rather than proactive language. Stop bitching about your wife taking your money because you're the one that married her. Anyways, I'm getting off on a stingy. I'm getting off on a tangent. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I always do this. But Lewis Holes, he quoted in the book, he said, it's like the line in 11 minutes by Paulo Coelho. Paulo Coelho, he said, that's what the world is like. People talk as if they know everything. But if you dare to ask a question, they don't know anything. I love that. I love that so much because when I now that I'm around successful people who have been doing things for more than three decades and they help me a lot and they say this and they do this, do a great job. Can you do this and that? And he helps the hell out of me because I got out of that negative situation. But and in that negative situation, that person always seemed he's like, oh, she studied with me for this amount and I got her band up. I won. <laughs> I'm pompous. <laughs> See, 
But the thing is, when I go to ask him a question, he's like, oh, um, but you don't know that? No, I'm asking you. You're the one that takes all the work. I'm asking you. Help me. Are you a leader? Are you a head to boy? You see what I mean? Here's the thing. If we're being honest with ourselves, then we admit that none of us know anything. And so Lewis Holes went on to say, he said, I think Coelho would even agree that nobody really knows what the hell they are doing. We're all just making it up as we go along. So if you look at it, if you look at my videos, especially on YouTube and this and that and all the things that I'm actually putting together, well, to a certain extent, there are times that I say, ooh, well, you know what? This is very interesting because it could be this, it could be that, it could be this, but you know what? Just follow this. Am I the master? Am I the jack of all trades in terms of the English language? No. If you say, uh, AJ, uh, coherence, this and that and this, and <clears throat> I remember the, uh, the guy that I interviewed with, uh, the guy that helped me tremendously and is all, he's actually a mentor right now. Um, he's like, Arsenio, if you don't know it, you don't have to beat around the bush. Beat around the bush is an idiom for my Thai listeners out there. Uh, don't bullshit. Uh, <laughs> and I said, listen, coherence and the cohesiveness and the paragraph and narrowing down to this and that. No, I don't know that. Instead, okay, good. Let me explain. There it is. Don't just beat around the bush and say, no, I know this and I know that. I was going, I was getting off on a tangent in that interview too. Because I thought I just knew everything, but then you just got to sit in the passenger seat and listen. So, guys, that is the basis. I hope you understand. Well, I guess this was, this. there weren't any actionable steps to this, but I really want you to think about it. Are you that person who seems to know it all? And if you are, stay tuned for the next podcast, which will be coming up tomorrow morning. And as always... Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.